Did you know that you can vote on upcoming books? Go to sleepybookshelf.com and cast your vote for which book I should read next. Hello, and welcome to the Sleepy Bookshelf, where we put down our worries from the day and pick up a good book. In the last episode, we read the final chapters of Pride and Prejudice. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this classic novel. It's one of my favorites. This episode is a brief recap of what happened at the end of the story, in case you fell asleep and you want to know how it ends. Hopefully you did. After all, that is what makes this the sleepy bookshelf. This is your spoiler alert. If you haven't listened to the whole book and you don't want to know how it ends yet, then stop this episode now so I don't give anything away. For the rest of you, I'll continue. When we began the last episode, Lizzie had just returned from her walk around the grounds of Longbourn with Mr. Darcy, where they had both declared their love for one another. That evening, she eagerly told Jane of the revelation. Initially worried, then amazed, then delighted, her sister congratulated Lizzie, for she could see that Elizabeth's affections were truly in earnest. The next morning, Mr. Darcy arrived with Mr. Bingley again. In order to allow Jane and Mr. Bingley some time alone, Mrs. Bennet suggested that Mr. Darcy and Elizabeth walk up to Oakham Mount to take in the view. On the way, the two agreed it was time to request consent for their marriage from Elizabeth's father. That evening, after dinner, Mr. Darcy followed Mr. Bennet to his library and soon appeared again, giving Elizabeth a smile of encouragement. Mr. Bennet was initially concerned for his daughter's happiness, but upon receiving Lizzie's heartfelt assurance that Mr. Darcy was the man she had herself chosen to wed, and explaining all of Darcy's kindnesses over the time of their acquaintance, Mr. Bennet was soon placated, if not still a little perplexed. Jane and Elizabeth were married in Meryton on the same day. Kitty spent more time with her eldest sisters, and her comportment grew noticeably more pleasing, removed from the influence of her sister Lydia. Lydia Bennet continued to write to Lizzie, often asking for money to help her and Wickham live their reckless lifestyle in Newcastle. Mary remained at home, content with her life at Longbourn. Miss Bingley, while disappointed at the marriage, eventually came around and paid every debt of civility to Elizabeth whenever she was in company with her. Georgiana continued to live at Pemberley with her brother and her beloved new sister-in-law, who taught her how to be a confident, 
strong young woman. Lady Catherine eventually conceded to visiting her nephew on occasion, after a period of silent treatment, of course, and the gardeners, whom Elizabeth always loved, became even closer with her and Darcy, always remembered as the people who brought Elizabeth to Derbyshire and finally united the couple. If there is a story you would like to hear on the Sleepy Bookshelf, you can go to our website, www.sleepybookshelf.com and hit Survey to vote for our next book. In the meantime, if it's bedtime, have a look at our new releases, choose a story, relax and listen to the sound of my voice and soon enough, you'll be fast asleep. If not, have a lovely day and I hope to see you later at the Sleepy Bookshelf.